Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, Scale listeners. Welcome to another episode of Scale Your Business Radio, the show that's focused on growing your business and getting your life back. Today, I'm joined by a very special guest, Patty DeDominic. Patty is someone who is just a phenomenal business leader in her own right. She's formed, started, and successfully scaled and sold numerous businesses, including PDQ Careers and also CT Engineering, which she sold both of which in 2006. The company that acquired her took those companies and added a few others and went to a billion dollars in sales soon thereafter. Patty, we've been talking in this last episode here about how it is that you can scale your business. And we started talking about this idea that um, your team matters so much, and you shared some ideas specifically about knowing who your target market is. I want to come at this idea of how to build a business, not just a job, from a different direction. What are two or three things that you see business owners do that gets in their way of scaling their company? So, for example, you have a a business owner and she's wrapped into doing X. What does she do that makes it harder for her to scale her company? So we're looking at this from the other direction. Well, if a business owner thinks just by working harder or more hours they are going to make a lasting impact on their productivity, I think they're mistaken. Now, having built a couple of businesses from scratch and, and being involved also in large businesses, I, I do know that sometimes you do have to work weekends or extra hours, but uh, doing it over a, an extended period of time I think is a mistake. But think about it because nobody could double their sales simply by doubling their hours. Makes perfect sense around that. So that's one thing, this idea, this myth that working harder longer is going to get us what do we want. What's another thing? Like, for example, I, I think one of the things I observe about business people as they grow their company, that there's a sense that they're scared of losing control, and they, they, they struggle so much to, quote, stay in control, unquote, that they actually lose control because the business owns them. They don't own the business. Can you talk about that for a moment? Yes. Um, losing, losing control or fear of losing control, I think, is a very real instinct um, think about this. If you're driving and you lose control of the car and you go off the road, you can have a fatal accident. And the same thing with a business. If the business goes too fast and you don't have controls in place to safeguard the business, one can crash the business as well. However, there's an illusion and a misunderstanding about control. And as you say, David, having controls is important. So checks and balances people who are expert and who have an eye and a responsibility for their particular area, whether that be accounting or finance, customer service or technology. Um, That's very, very important. Um, The other thing is is a big mistake that entrepreneurs think they can save their way to success. Because resources are often limited and there's a thousand things you could spend your money on, but there aren't really a hundred things that are going to give you a high return immediately unless they're managed very carefully by experts. It's important to choose the two or three things that you can invest in, that you can get started, have managed by other people, and that can grow and be reinvested. I I hate to see some small business owners think they're going to save their way to success. So there's this fallacy, well, I have to do these jobs myself because it's too expensive to hire someone to do that. And you realize that actually the entrepreneur is 
wasting several hundred dollars an hour or perhaps even lots more than that by doing it themselves. And hearing you say that, something you said really struck me, Patty. You said something to the effect of focusing on those two or three things. And I think for business owners, one of the things that we can both agree on is this idea that it's not necessarily that you're going to invest in 15 different initiatives all at once, but as a small business owner, this idea that you're going to pick the winners and double down on them and actually really go deep on a few great things to focus in on and not fritter your resources across, you know, kind of like a bee kind of hopping from flower to flower. You're going to pick a few flowers that you're going to nurture and make them bloom. And I think that's really, really good advice. Tell me, right now as we're sitting here doing this interview, you're in Florida. You're with the Committee of 200. Talk for a moment about what the Committee of 200 is and maybe share one or two things that were insights that you got from your peers, uh, from your, your superstar achievers within the NABO community. Mm. Well, thank you so much. I'm actually with the alumni group. I left the uh, Committee of 200 about two years ago because I wasn't running a billion-dollar corporation uh, nowadays. It's a different organization. And it's a few more than 200 people nowadays. Um, but uh, this alumni group is pretty extraordinary. I grew up with the likes of Ellen Gordon, who's the CEO and chairman of Tootsie Rolls, and Jenny Craig, who, with her husband, Sid Craig, uh, took uh, Jenny Craig public, um, the women who had the first, uh, the first female, Julia Walsh, who had the first seat on the... the first woman who had purchased a seat on the New York Stock Exchange, just some extraordinary women. And I learned that they, that women who had businesses much larger than I at the time, I also remember Christy Hefner, she was running Playboy Enterprises. And, you know, when you have a lot of people and a lot of things, you don't dwell on the things that set you back. And uh, that probably is one of the mistakes that I made as a small business owner. I would frequently overanalyze what I did wrong or apologize for it. And I noticed that the bigger businesses did not spend any time crying over spilt milk. Uh, as Phyllis Diller used to say, you just buy two or three gallons of milk, one to drink and one to spill, and one to have in a backup. So that, that was, those are the key lessons that I learned. Uh, the women who were building America's largest businesses in the 80s, 90s, and the year 2000, they were investing, investing in technology, as I did in the 80s, which made a big difference for me. They were investing in people. One of my mentors was Ruth Handler. Ruth is the co-founder of Mattel, along with her husband. And she talked about it. It was her kids were Ken and Barbie. And she designed the dolls, but Matt and Elliot did the technology, did the manufacturing process. And then over time, they couldn't do it anymore. Demand for the product outstripped it. So they hired experts, scientists, chemists, uh, manufacturing people. And then later, I remember Ruth saying, Patty, we hired a bunch of MBAs who were brilliant, and we told them what our vision was, and we said, go make it happen. And we literally watched that company bloom. So being able to hear stories like that about what they did, how they empowered people, and how they used their advisors, their bankers, their insurance professionals, their tax advisors, their strategists in that way, um, those were the things that helped me learn and understand and helped me make a decision when I did decide in 2005 that I was going to sell the company um, to bring in good, very expensive outside advisors who 
had already walked those trails, who had already been involved in large transactions in excess of 50 or 100 million. You know, what you say is so important about that. And one thing I take of this message is this idea that just having these role models that would help you see the behaviors that made a different uh, result to make this, this company scale well past the small business side of it. It's one of the reasons why I think it's so important for listeners to consider coming to the Inspire the Change Conference, the National Women's Business Conference hosted by NABO. Again, the theme this year is Inspire the Change. It's on September 27th, 28th, and 29th in San Antonio. Uh, what If you could say one thing to a business owner who she's considering coming there and joining us at Inspire the Change at this National Women's Business Conference there this September, what one quick piece of advice would you give to her to get her off the fence and, and doing what's going to make the difference by coming and joining us there at this conference? No other professional organization is so invested in the whole person, the whole woman business owner, there will be something for every part of your life for your employees to assist you with um, professional development programs, to assist you with purchasing access to capital, credit, advisory services, crowdfunding, angel investors. And the other thing that I got from Novo was I was interested. I did join the association over 30 years ago to get business, but I realized I got more out of life than I ever got out of business. I mean, I got great business, millions of dollars. Patty, I want to give the website right now if I can, www.nabo.org. Go there to register now. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It will give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com. That's ScaleYourBusinessToolkit.com.